Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. I'm your host, Michelle McDonald. My mission is to help entrepreneurs make a difference and navigate the messy world of startups or relaunch, commonly called a pivot. Join me today where we dig deep with our guests and get you the best concepts and strategies to fast track your business. For this episode entitled Creating Mental Millionaires, my very special guest is Sherry James, who after 30 years in corporate America leadership roles in 2018 decided to take her speaking and coaching practice from part-time hobby to full-time passion. In this process, she started to heal out loud from her divorce in 2016 and from the trauma of losing both of her parents to suicide when she was seven and 27. She now coaches her product, Creating Mental Wealth, to K-12, college, and university students, as well as industry and corporate clients. She also has C-suite executive coaching clients on how to create mentally wealthy workplaces. Her favorite place to be is on a stage delivering a keynote that leaves audiences wanting more and more. As it turns out, bringing humor, dance, and music to the topics of mental health or suicide prevention can be fun and life-changing. Since 1999, she has spoken on stages around the world about diversity, equity, and inclusion, even before it was sexy to do so. And she knows that her differences are actually her superpowers, and she loves working in that space. She's also currently filming her first TV show, Creating Mental Wealth with Sherry James, which will air on a linear and streaming networks later this fall. Sherry, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for having me, Michelle. You're very welcome. So as a poet myself, I understand how words and a change of environment can create a space of healing and release. Starting in your 20s, you too experienced a similar feeling of positivity through poetry. What was that like for you? Ah, oh, wow. It's so interesting because just recently have I been able to fully go back and remember the joy of doing like my first poetry slam. Um, I was, you know, living in an environment where my mom was still struggling to deal with finding my dad the way that she did. Um, she never really recovered. Um, and I was kind of the blame, right? And so I became the subject of a lot of her pain and rage and anger. Um, but poetry always gave me that that place where I could just be and people could hear what I was saying and they would, you know, they would look at me and go, surely that story is not about her life. Like, surely this is just something she thought up or she made up. Um, but I actually use words to start my healing process because then at least I got it out of my system. Other people heard what I was going through, um, though most people couldn't comprehend that I was actually going through those things. So it was kind of cathartic um, and freeing mm -hmm. because I could be unapologetically who I was, even though that was in a lot of pain. Yeah. 
I'm so happy that you were able to find that space, be able to see yourself through that while being on stage, uh, because there are so many other persons, you know, they don't know how to find that release. You know, where can I be where I feel accepted, where I feel seen, but not necessarily exposed? Mm. And so it's like that stage gave you that opportunity. Absolutely. And that that's probably the best way I've heard that articulated ever, that I felt seen, um, but not exposed. I love that. That is perfectly stated, ma'am. Um, I'll probably borrow that from you and I will give you all yeah. the references. I will give you all the credit. <laughs> so I love the fact that we're talking about wealth and the majority of us have a preconception of what that means. Mm -hmm. So we automatically think money, something that we can spend, something that we can see in the bank, something that gives us more stuff that we can kind of connect to and, and feel better about and feel like we've made it. But what you are talking about is actually being mentally wealthy. What's that about? Um, so I love that the universe gives me uh, the opportunity to take my past and use it in the present so that I can pre create the future. So um, I have been in very, you know, great paying jobs. I have a very large network of people in, that are close to me that are multimillionaires, right? Um, but they're not necessarily mentally wealthy, right? Actually, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to show my age a little bit, but there was a song that's like more, more money, more problems, right? And so I think we all forget about that. And so what I decided and what was given to me actually in a dream um, was the fact that we all have the opportunity to become mentally wealthy because we control that 100%. It doesn't matter if there is a recession, if there's inflation, if there's a pandemic, none of those things matter. We wake up every morning. Um, and this was a saying when I was growing up, like I woke up this morning feeling like a million bucks. And so I'm like, you know what? I did wake up feeling like a million bucks today. And that becomes my value. That's my valuation for the day. Um, one of the one of the examples that I use very often is like, OK, I woke up this morning feeling like a million bucks. I do write it on my my dry erase board because there are not not all of them are million dollar days. I do wake up on some days mentally bankrupt, like with nothing. Right. But if I did wake up with a million, I write it on my sometimes I write it on my mirror in my bathroom and then I'll get a phone call and it's a bill collector. And you're like, oh. That's a mental wealth withdrawal for me, right? It's mm -hmm. not just a financial withdrawal, but mentally I had to deal with the back and forth, the bill collector. Um, but I can choose how to handle that withdrawal. I can either say, this is gonna take, this cost me a hundred bucks because maybe they were asking for a hundred bucks or maybe it cost me 500 because of the hour back and forth. Or I can see it as a deposit and say, yes, I had a bill due, but it was from a surgery that kept me alive. So instead of it being a withdrawal, it's actually a deposit. Even though it's taking money from my account, the way I choose to process that is 100% up to me. Only I choose how to let things negatively or positively impact my mental wealth bank. I have control over that. Now, in the event that it really was a withdrawal, it is what it is. And now I've got to think, find the things that are mental wealth deposits, like watching my son play in the band or spending time on the phone with my daughter. Like there are ways that I know will be deposits into my life. 
And if mm-hmm. I like that day, I said I might wake up feeling mentally bankrupt. Then I know the things I need to do to backfill my bank account. So that's kind of the concept in in general. Um, obviously, it's different for five year olds or kindergartners than it would be. There's a there's a lot of commonality between my kindergarten co- uh, clients and my C suite clients. It's kind of the same attention, <laughs> lack of attention span. You got to repeat things a couple times, but. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the concept is that we have our we have the choice every day to be a mental millionaire. So um, that's what I'm teaching people to do. I love that. I really do, especially the emphasis on quality of life. Right. Mm-hmm. So the way that you're looking at it is that, you know, life happens and we have to decide mentally how to deal with that and look at it long term. Right. Mm-hmm. So is this adding to my overall quality of life? Um, as stated in your example. And if you see that, if you feel that, and then it's a win, it's a, it's a deposit. I'm walking away with a slip, honey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the energy 100%. And so of course, most of us are more familiar with the term mental health. Hmm. So would you say then that being mentally wealthy is almost like an upgrade from that? No, actually, so I, that's a really good question. And no one has ever asked me that before. Awesome question. So I don't, they are definitely two different things. One is not dependent upon the other. You can absolutely be mentally wealthy and have all of the tools. So one of the other things you talk about is having a diverse portfolio, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I could have a really good day and yoga can be a deposit for me. Or if I had a really bad day, we might need, a, I might need a margarita. Right. So it just depends on kind of what what that looks like. Right. But from a mental health perspective, that is usually a physiological state. It's your diagnoses. It is the medications that you take. It is how your body shows up from a mental health perspective. And so it's not an upgrade. They're not one in the same. Um, I will say that mental health is a part of mental well-being, because if you're not mentally healthy, it's hard for you to even execute the steps that are necessary to determine if you're mentally wealthy, right? If you don't, if you're too anxious, if you're too depressed, if it's, you know, something has triggered your PTSD, then it makes it a little bit more difficult to sit down and say, today I feel like a million bucks. Some days you're not, right? So um, they're they're not mutually exclusive. Um, I don't think that mental wealth is an upgrade. I think no matter what your mental health status is, you still have the capacity to be mentally wealthy. Awesome. So, you know, I think you're going to have an audience of potential mental millionaires coming up. knowing, Knowing that we can still do that, we can still be that, we can still show up in that way. So you have your show coming up. We're excited about it. Can you give us a little bit more details on it? Absolutely. I'm so excited. Um, So we've been filming for the past few months, uh, which is an experience. I've learned a lot. Um, But the Creating Mental Wealth show uh, talks about that diverse portfolio of tools that we mentioned. So every guest, it's a talk show. It's usually myself and one other guest. And that guest specializes in something that can be deemed a part of your mental wealth portfolio. For example, I have a gentleman who, uh, his name is Dr. Phil Agrios, and he talks about our inner self-saboteur 
Mm. And we all have it. Like we all have one. And it talks about how you can identify that self-saboteur, see when that when she's stepping up and speaking out and quiet her a little bit so that you can actually um, move forward it through whatever situation you're in, um, all the way to someone who served in the military. And so the whole idea is to help people identify with people who may be financially wealthy. My first guest was John Sally. He's also the executive producer for my show. He's also family. So, you know, that kind of helps. But but John Sally is extremely wealthy financially. And he was able to, in our pilot episode, talk about how some of the wealthiest people he knows don't spend money on clothes. Like you mentioned earlier, he's yeah. like, they don't wear name brands. They don't spend money on flashy cars and big homes. Like they find themselves the happiest away from all of the things. Mm. Like peace of mind is very different than having a bunch of pieces of things. And so that's just a little example of, of the shows. Um, all of the episodes will be live in several weeks. So I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. So of course we know that's one thing that we can definitely look forward to in 2022. Do you have any other big plans within the next three to six months or any goals popping up? I do. I do. Um, so I did 30 years in corporate America. The last 15 or so were in project management. So whenever you ask a project manager if they have a plan and they say no, you should you should have to like reevaluate. So we absolutely have a plan for 2023, uh, obviously trying to get additional uh, ad sponsors for the TV show so that we can continue to shoot is goal number one. Number two is a fundraising campaign for our nonprofit. So the works that we do K through 12 and the work that we do in universities are done under our nonprofit. And it happens as a result of sponsorships, people who will sponsor us to go into these schools, excuse me, give these presentations, develop the curriculum. Uh, that's item number two that we're working on. And the third one I am the most excited about um, is we are working on creating an app so that people can use this app to track their mental wealth every day. Um, I know, I'm so excited, but that's very expensive, just so we're clear. Like, yeah. that's, that's that, like, we're planning on doing it, you know, money's going to either fall from heaven or I'm going to win the lottery. So uh, either way, uh, those are kind of the three things that we're working on, short, middle, long term for our organization. Great. That is all very, very exciting news. So it sounds like the next six to nine months is going to be busy, but also productive and positive for you. Congrats on that. Thank you. So of course, you've left us with so many gems as humans, as entrepreneurs, and also potential mental millionaires. Let us know how we can connect with you to learn more. Thank you. Well, you can find me on any of the socials at uh, S or Sherry James PMP. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, LinkedIn. I do a lot of content on LinkedIn. So if you can connect with me there, you'll see a lot of my keynote speeches and presentations. And they're also on YouTube. Um, my nonprofit website, if you are finding yourself at the end of the year and want to make donations to a, a 501c3, we are a certified nonprofit. You can find us at 2020livesChanged.org. Uh, and every donation goes directly back into changing the lives of others by having conversations about mental wealth. There we go. That is beautiful. And, you know, 
those are the types of conversations we should be having more of, I think. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, but most people aren't comfortable with that, right? Like when yeah. I was in corporate America, I would ask you for a million dollars, no, without hesitation, because I worked for this big organization. And as an entrepreneur, we have to learn to speak about our companies as if we are the AT&Ts of the world or we are the Microsofts of the world uh, with that same confidence. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so that's definitely something I want your listeners to uh, pay attention to. Represent your brand the same way a multi-billion dollar organization does. You have a, a problem. I have a solution. I'm here to get it, give, you know, give it to you or, you know, provide it to you. Um, and it's worth this. And don't back down from that. And so that's kind of the key point is remembering don't back down from your value. Don't devalue yourself because of your financial status. Um, because that has nothing to do with your purpose and the future that God has for you. So, so true. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs may not realize this, but customers feed off your energy so they can actually tell if you are confident about your business. And they're just like, Ooh, well, if you're not confident, why should I be? And we're trying to figure out like, well, you know, what happened? I thought I had a sale. I, I thought I had an end, you know? Yeah. I will tell you, I'll tell you my, I have uh, quite a few coaches, which I would suggest also for all entrepreneurs, you should have multiple uh, coaches and mentors, right? Um, but one of my mentors said something that was very profound and I want to share it with your audience. He said, uh, you have spent the majority of your life giving and planting seeds and coaching and developing others. That was your giving season. He said, now, he said, the opposite of giving is not asking. True. He said, the opposite of giving is receiving. So don't ask for anything else. Just know that you will receive it. Just, just receive it as if it's already yours. And that has been such profound advice for me when I when people are like, hey, how can I help? And I'm like, hey, we need donations for our nonprofit. We need new keynote events. And it's like, you know, it's a mindset shift of going, mm -hmm. you know what? Um, if I can fit you in in 23, I'd be happy to be a keynote speaker for you, right? You it's go. a I'm still asking for the job, but not really. I'm like, other people are booking me already. If you'd like to be a part, if you'd like to be a part of that, you should probably go ahead and book now, right? And so yeah. um, that's a, a mindset shift that I think a lot of your listeners maybe will be able to benefit from. The opposite of giving is not asking, it is receiving. So prepare yourself to receive all of the things you've prayed for and asked for and that you need. Just go into the point of receiving. Yeah, I like that because it's like you're walking in with confidence and the difference is you're showing them your value. You're not trying to prove it. You're not trying to validate it. You're like, you know what? I, I know my worth. I know you see my worth because you want to book me, you want to work with me. And I'm like, you know, we can do this if I'm available. Right. There you go. Yeah, it's good. It works. So listeners, keep that in mind the next time that you are working or talking with a potential client. Remember your value. You heard it here. <laughs> so Sherry, I loved your energy and your passion throughout this conversation. I know that most of us has learned a new concept, which is mental wealth. You have enlightened us on the value of this, where it fits in our lives professionally and personally. And of course, we want to walk away making more deposits than withdrawals. <laughs> Absolutely. I know many of us are 
fired up to be mental millionaires. Also, thank you for being a part of another awesome guest episode of the Evolvepreneur After Hours show. Before you go, if you like this episode, you'd be very grateful for a five-star review and consider recommending it to a friend or two. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes at EvolvepreneurSecrets.show right now. Until next time, and if you are an entrepreneur, make a start on your next great idea today. Okay.